Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yow, Mo Patton, the lustrous potentate Coach Mike is on the controls. Thank you guys for hanging out with us on this beautiful. Wednesday morning as we look out to the West 7th cam and notice that it's crooked. Please understand that the reason it's crooked is because the tripod that it is sitting on is sitting in the windowsill. So which we think is crooked. <laughs> very well could be. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a beautiful day outside though. West 7th doesn't go uphill there i mean it may go uphill somewhere but not not there eh, that too much there nailed it there <laughs> perfect it is who, who needs a bulldozer to level things out man we just we don't need know. we don't need the uh the hot rod backhoe i'm a little concerned about the hot rod backhoe we've not seen it in a few days maybe he's done his job say so if, he, if he digs uh, as fast as he not. drives well, he's dug up everything. Now we got to <laughs> say his job's to dig holes. They haven't put any new. Like, of course, they hadn't filled the old ones yet. But you know. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Oh man! So we are excited because I'm excited, especially. I, this is my my holy grail of if I was to get to cover one thing in the history of my life as a sports writer, it would be to cover the women's college world series, and it is. Uh, quickly approaching as it will take place sometime next month. I'm not sure exactly the dates, but the tournament has started and there's been some controversy, <laughs> both from the Big Ten, the Pac 12, uh, SEC. Everybody's mad. Everybody's Big mad. mad. And you know what that means? Well, so, so that's what I'm saying. It, as an official, I used to say, if both sides are yelling the same, I must be doing a good job. <laughs> well, I'm consistently bad or either one. I well, don't know. I tell you what, NCAA and good job are rarely In, said together. So, If ever. Yeah. Uh, so we are going to speak on the Parks Motor Zells hotline with former ACC softball coach Sharon Perkins. Coach, welcome in. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Coach, um, Chris wants to go to Oklahoma City to the Women's College World Series. What can you tell him about it? Oh, my goodness. It's going to be a crazy route on the way to the World Series. I tell you what, these regionals are about to get nuts. It, it looks like that. And, you know, in, in the aftermath of the NCAA setting this bracket, as Chris mentioned, everybody got beef, including um, – Alabama coach Patrick Murphy, who's 
none too excited to see Clemson come into town. And and Sharon, I'm and Troy and Troy. And, I mean, they've got a solid pitcher. That to me, that's the regional I'm going to watch. <laughs> no doubt. Like every game in that is going to be a grind. It's, it's not going to be easy. I'm, you know, I I would think that Alabama could come out of that because they're pitching so solid and their their staff goes deep. But I'll tell you what, that's there's good pitching beats good hitting, and it's going to be interesting. I'm fascinated by Clemson just because that's a program that's what two years old, three years old. First real full year so they had the COVID year last year which would be their initial year but they were they were hot right out of the gate last year but it's it's amazing you know what a, such a quick startup program could do like that coach Rittman's done a great job and now you were on the ground floor at Southern Miss as an assistant down there when they had right. a similar quick rise like this i mean you talked about the the recruiting job that john rittman has done over at clemson and he's got a couple of local kids over there um he does yeah for sure and i mean so we just saw them play maybe a month ago or something when when uh, our daughter was playing over there and just the facilities and you know obviously the coaching staff and the talent level that he's brought in right out of the out of the gate is amazing so they were fun to watch. They really were. But when you have someone as solid as Kegel on the mound and at the plate, you know, just hammering the ball, it's it's, it's fun to watch. It is fun to watch. Some great defensive plays and, you know, kids that, that I've gotten to coach over the years and got to watch grow up over the years, it's, it's pretty neat to watch. Now, Sharon, since you stepped away from the college game, you've been coaching um... – Elite travel ball is that a phrase? I mean, would that would that fit what you've been doing both um down in Atlanta and now here a little closer to home? Correct. Uh, I guess it's going on. This is the eighth year, so it was kind of Katie's first year at fourteen and under. And what I did was started just you know giving lessons in Atlanta area and then coaching high level travel from fourteen fourteen and under up all the way through eighteen. And then when she graduated, moved here about two years ago, and actually India Childs that played at Tennessee, that was an awesome, awesome player there. And um, she and I have started an organization, SCT, Southeast Championship Training. And basically what we're trying to do is model it after what we were doing in Georgia, what they've been doing for years in Georgia, and what they've been doing out West for all these years and why those kids are so good at a young age. You know, we have teams from 10, 10 and under through 18 and under, and you've got to start them young, you know? I mean, you know, it's not for everybody, obviously, but there has to be dedication there. And, you know, you've got to grow their talents at a young age. If you teach them the right things, you know, and get their heart into it at a young age, then they love it and they want to do it and they want to play it and they just get better. And, you know, we're bringing to them some good coaches that have played in high school, in travel, in college, and that's their coaching staff. All of our organizational coaches have coached and played at a high level. So that's to me, that's fun to watch. It's fun to go watch 10 new games. It's fun. Indy and I coaching the 12U team together, and then I have a 14U team, and she has the 18s, and watching the 16s. It's, it's fun to go watch all the other age groups and all our coaches in action. Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Sharon Perkins, um, former Atlantic Coast Conference softball coach, um, now 
doing her thing at the high level travel um in the high level travel circles i guess sharon you're a florida native you spent pretty much your entire playing and coaching career in the sec footprint i guess playing at nickel state um coaching at southern miss coaching at georgia coaching at georgia tech this year the southeastern conference put 12 of its 13 teams in the tournament much to the consternation of some other areas but um You've you've kind of seen the rise of softball and how the power has kind of shifted maybe from the West Coast to the Southeast. Was this what you expected? Is this um pretty much what was this just I feel a certainty? Like you could tell, yeah, I mean, I think so. Just being in it, you know. I mean, obviously, you know, those kids have playing been playing year round at a young age out west, and that started you know forever ago when I was little. You know, we didn't have that. We didn't start travel until, what, I was 13, 14 years old. We started a travel team out of our all-star team, and basically, and that's how we started. And um, now it's just like, you know, these kids are serious about it at eight and under. But what you see is probably 20 years ago even, you could see the facilities in the SEC, you know, they're just way better than they were in the Pac-12 or Pac-10 back then. But um, it's just when you have football that drives drives the money, then you can promote your sports and you can grow, you know, your, your sport. And softball was one of those. And you bring these huge, nice facilities that look like baseball facilities. And kids want to go play at that. And they – but back at 20 years ago, Florida would have a whole team of California kids. Well, now they don't have to. Now these kids are, you know, with the recruiting being slowed down and you you go on, you know, your visits and you got to stay local and the COVID thing happening and slowing everything down too. It's just, it's everything keeps getting a little bit more localized. And now they're grabbing these good talent kids, even just like when, when our daughter was playing in the Atlanta area. Just our county and Gwinnett County, the talent was amazing for just Division One level kids, you know. And it's they want to stay close to home. Why go out west when you can stay, you know, three, four, five hours away when you can play at a high level and get a great education close by? So it doesn't make sense to go out there. But then I remember, you know, when we were at Georgia, we could never get those West Coast teams to come over and play us because they didn't need us. They, they were the high-level team, you know, and they didn't want to basically, you know, kind of cower down to us. They didn't need us, and they always said they didn't need a conference tournament. Their conference tournament was the World Series. Well, it doesn't look like it now, you know. It's just, it's just not looking like that. So the SEC is, is a powerhouse, and even you get, you're getting all these ACC teams in there, and there were four Sunbelt teams in there. So there's just a lot of talent in the Southeast. And they don't need to leave. Why? I go across the country, and, and that's, I mean, that's a positive not just for the Southeastern Conference, but for softball as a whole because it's now a national sport, whereas it used to be a, a West Coast sport. And now right. that these kids are being exposed to it at a high level, I mean, when you go to Road Stadium in Tuscaloosa, it is an absolute barnyard. I mean, those people are yep. nuts, and it's a fun in the atmosphere. Outfield. Yeah. Right. 
And they're still upgrading their facility. I mean, we played like our first tournament down there. The first couple weekends we were down there. And, you know, Coach Murphy and I were talking. And um, he's just telling me about all the upgrades they're still making. And they have an amazing facility. And they pack it out. It's crazy, you know. So it's, it's fun to watch. It's fun to get to see, you know, kids on TV every single day, every week. And now some of them are playing in the – they'll be in the regionals and some of them will end up playing in the World Series. And it's like, wow, I remember when they were 10 and we were playing against them or playing with them. You know, it's, it's just really neat. Yeah, I, I mean, I can go back. Kendall Beth Sides, who plays at Alabama, uh, she, she was on the team that I uh, – watched growing up through high school so i've been watching her since she was 13 14 years old and it's just so cool to watch those girls uh real quick i have a question here because this is this is pretty interesting duke the 13th seed nationally uh has to host their tournament in athens georgia is and and we understand why but that's just wild isn't it like the team that the the number two seed gets to host the regional Yeah, I mean, the, the issue with Duke is Duke didn't have um, fans all year. Right. So I don't know what their guidelines were going to be moving forward. And, I mean, what you can't really have a regional and not have fans. And You know what I mean? I mean, oh, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's some, who sad. knows the ins and outs of some of all that stuff? You know, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting for sure. <laughs> Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Sharon Perkins. And, um, Sharon, you said you would be keeping an eye on that Tuscaloosa Regional in particular with um, number three national seed Alabama opening against Alabama State and then Troy and Clemson in the other opening round contest. Any other regional, any other team that you've got your eye on um, this weekend? Oklahoma's fun to watch. Oklahoma's just, they kill the ball. They are so fun to watch. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting with Washington. They are not happy at all. But for them to have to get matched up with Oklahoma, I can understand that. But, you know, I mean, ultimately, it, it goes to strength of scheduling. I know it was a weird, weird season. You didn't, Nobody played their normal schedule, you know. But some some teams just go out and play, play teams when they can play them, you know. I mean, Kennesaw State, who knew? Who knew they would end up being in it? But when you get a chance to raise your RPI by playing top teams, that's what happens. And mm-hmm. and people don't really understand how it works. I mean, you've got to play those teams to get a chance. You know, if, if you just sit there and beat up on whoever and then your conference is weak, it does not help you. If your conference is strong, then you can kind of get some of those easy wins or patty cake wins or whatever and try to pad some things there early because you know that your conference is going to be a grind. But if it's not, you've got to go out and play people. You have to, you know, build your schedule around that. You don't even have to beat the team. You just have to play them. And with that said, is that why the SEC is sitting there with five of the top eight national seeds and seven national seeds overall, you think? I think so. I really do. I think so. Because they're they're playing each other all weekend, and then they go out and play. They're not scared to go out and play other people. They're just not. They know who they are, and and they go out and they're going to take on top teams because they can do that, you know. But back in the day, you know, you see the West Coast people, and they just play what's in their area. They don't want to travel out here, so and then you see them travel out here, and they're not as successful. So 
I've seen some of that, so that's kind of interesting. So maybe that's why they don't want to travel then. Um, Sharon, Probably not. Yeah, Sharon Perkins, um, longtime collegiate softball coach, um, now coaching Southeastern Championship Training. Is that what you said? Is that the name of your Southeast, yeah, yeah, yeah. How can people find you, Sharon, if they're interested in um, – getting involved with your organization? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. You know, I'm not the best at social media. <laughs> we got we to gotta work Giles on that. Is the one that. Indian Giles is the one to hook up with. She's everywhere. She's she's awesome. That's my partner in crime right there. Now, no do y'all, y'all have a um, Facebook page? We're on Facebook. Okay. We are. We're on Facebook. I know we have Facebook, Twitter, and all that, but it's, it's all under Southeast Championship Training. And if you can't find it, you can find – my name or you can find India India Child there and we'll get you to the right team for sure. That sounds great. Sharon, we appreciate you spending some time with us this morning on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Um safe travels. I, I know you're it. I know you're on the road. Like I said, safe travels and um we'll catch up Thank with you, you so soon. All righty. Okay. Thanks guys. Take care. All right. All right, Sharon Perkins on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline there talking a little NCAA softball. I'm telling you, it's uh, certainly going to be a fun national tournament. Uh, yeah, you know, I've I've paid more attention to college softball year by year, I think, as, as we see more local kids on that scene and that kind of thing, and I've known – Sharon and her, well, I grew up with her husband, Chris, basically. So I've known them for, for years and keeping an eye on what they were doing. But like you said, it, it's just a great game, and especially at the top level. So if you get a chance this weekend, check out some of these regionals. I think they're all on the ESPN platforms, as is everything. So check that out. Tennessee is the number nine national seed. Um, they will be hosting... Eastern Kentucky, James Madison, and Liberty. And Liberty is traditionally pretty good as well, I think. So, yep. Starts tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Here we go. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back to the Lee Company studio, we are going to talk about the Braves, talk a little about the sounds. And you came up with uh, a list yesterday of some NFL quarterback rankings that you said you wanted to talk about. So, we're going to talk about that as well. It's also Wild and Wacky Wednesday, so stick around right here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee. 